Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is in studio. So that means I have no control. I can't hang up on him. I can't can't disconnect him. I can't tell him, hey, can you mute him? Because guess what? He's unmutable. By the age of six, my next guest knew he wanted to be a comedian. He's become a mentor to me, an entrepreneur and a legend in the entertainment business. This summer, I read his book, Laugh It Off, because that was the first time when mm-hmm. I called him. I said, will you be on my show, Money Making Conversation? He go, you got a show? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't believe it until now. <laughs> so please welcome to Money Making Conversations, comedian George Wallace. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you for coming on my show, y'all. You're welcome. I got a little mint in my mouth, because I have to keep that. So if you hear a little clicking every now and then, it's not my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Now, George, now, George, check this out. Please call me Dr. Wallace. Dr. Wallace, I know. I know. Don't you feel better since you're talking to me? I I feel much better, and I feel that I, I, I say, why did I let him come in studio? Phone would have been so. I had much more control. Much, much, much more control. Much more. But together, and, and you look good on radio. I, I could see you on the radio. I could see your smile. Uh-huh. I see your personality. Uh-huh. It's wonderful. God bless you today. Thank you very much. Now let's talk about why you're in town this weekend. I was in town this weekend. We had a big concert at Phillips Arena. And, Phillips uh, Arena now. Phillips Phil- Arena. Phillips Arena. You yeah. was in Phillips Seven, Arena. Seventeen thousand people. You still doing it like that? Oh man. How old were you when your mind just got up and walked away from you? <laughs> Listen, unfortunately, I was on stage. Yes, sir. There was a heart attack. Really? Yes. And this is the sixth time this has happened to me. In your career? Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that people came to the show. Mm-hmm. And when the guy had a heart attack, I was on a bit called, um, a church bit called Let the Church Say Amen. Mm-hmm. So the whole audience was praying for him at the same time. And I hope he's okay. I don't know yet. But, okay. Uh, okay. Because uh, I got to watch you because you go serious. I can't go serious, yeah. Simultaneous. Now, you just went serious. Yeah. And then I don't know if my audience knew that. Well, I hope I didn't kill. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but see, whatever. You listen, see how fast he jumped listen, back. You listen, see how fast he I hope this back. guy's okay. God bless him. But we have a good time. We laughed. And it's so important. I was on the show with uh, uh, Samoa. Samoa. One of the greatest comedians oh, ever. My yes. girl. Earthquake was there. My man. Don D.C. Curry was there. My man. Uh, um, uh, Arnaz J. was there. Oh, yeah. Just awesome, man. We just had so much, so much fun. Bruce, Bruce was there. Oh, my God. That's why we were sold out. <laughs> and, well, Jan, and, and that's great, man. That, so, so, 
I, 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 you know, when I was going through your bio, you know, I could have picked a lot of things because yes, your career is incredible. I've been fortunate to be a part of watching it on TV and experiencing it as a friend. Six years old. Yes, sir. What? Why do you say at six years old you knew you wanted to be a comedian? Because I would watch television. There was a man named Red Skelton, mm-hmm. and, and all of the characters that he did. There was a guy named Milton Berle. That was a basically. I know him. Basically, I like to give my career to Red Button, Red mm-hmm. Fox, mm-hmm. Uh, Red Skelton, mm-hmm. and Pinky Lee. Those are all people of color. Mm-hmm. So I like that's that's supposed to be a joke. Right? I know. You know I know. You know, I know. But I know. We kind of <laughs> chuckle or something if I do something. <laughs> no, but but I, I I would do those jokes. I would watch Tonight Show, uh-huh. and I would watch, watch all these comedians. Let's also bring in Red Fox and the Party Records, okay? Absolutely. Jackie Moms Mabley. Absolutely. Judge Pick Meet Markham. Absolutely. Those are very important. Sometimes we don't talk about those. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we will listen to the Party Records. Mm-hmm. I would take them back to school and do those jokes, mm-hmm. and everybody would be happy. Mm-hmm. So I found out at an early age, when, I'm, when I see happy people, mm-hmm. it makes me happier. And to this day, mm-hmm. laughter is the greatest medicine in the world. You know, when, we, when you was on the show this summer, when you mm-hmm. came on, you know, you was really... It's almost like you was kind of like mad at how people don't give themselves a shot at being successful. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it seems like you know because you're you're a natural entrepreneur. Yes, sir. And that means that, but but, but you say Rashad, you just, you just don't understand why people don't believe in themselves more. Why is that? I don't know. I think it's it, it depends on where you grew up. It could be your parental guidance. It could be your neighborhood. It could be your peers. It's like, you know, people you grew up with are still in the same predicament they were in when you left. Absolutely. Didn't try to do better. Mm-hmm. And you can be better. I said, let's create a great day. Mm-hmm. Go out there and work on a day. Start your day every day positive. I mm-hmm. got to move. Hey, and I I probably said, because I'm religious, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, I'm, I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, if you sit on the couch and wait on the Lord, you know what? He'll sit right there next to you <laughs> and nothing will be done. You've got to get up and make a step. And then mm-hmm. what would say? You make one step, he'll make two. Mm-hmm. You've got to plan. you got to be, if you want to make it... You, I'm not going to just say everybody can be successful, right? But everybody can do make an better. Effort. Make an effort. Make an effort. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Make an effort. Because that's what I'm all geared about. That's why I created this show. Mm-hmm. Because I always felt that I'm trying to cut out some excuses. Money making conversations <laughs> with information. Because people are making excuses. So you say, "What can we go? Who can we talk to? Who can mentor?" This is a national mentorship. Because I can't mentor individuals. Because I know a lot of people come to you and say, "Would you mentor me, Mr. Wallace, Dr. Wallace?" I'm working. I'm busy. I got things. You know what they say about rich people? What do they do? They work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rich people work. So mm-hmm. when you say the people have excuses. We call those the but people. Mm-hmm. I would do this, but yes, you know, yeah. I, let's let's create this program, but mm-hmm. and I, I don't have enough money, but we'll find it somewhere. Right, right. And so, so that's what I, I took away from that. What you was like, Rashawn, Rashawn. I'm happy to be on your show. I'm happy to tell people that they can win. You can win. I, I think it started with me. Maybe you back in. There's been a culture change in the last. Uh, 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. When we were kids and we stayed at our homes with our parents, mm-hmm. the we had work ethics. Our yes, parents sir. had work ethics. Mm-hmm. We knew at 18 you had to get a job or what? Get out the house. Yeah, you absolutely. got to go. Fast. Huh? You? Fast. <laughs> Especially if you was male. Especially if you was male. No, uh, definitely if you were male. You got to go. You may be daddy's girl. He'll keep you for a while. But a guy, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And I have never, growing up here in Atlanta, I think all my friends, that's all we did. We started working at an early age. When I say working, it's like we needed money. Mm-hmm. We would do simple things like soda bottles, mm-hmm. Pepsi bottles, Coke mm-hmm. bottles. Mm-hmm. We'd find empty Coke bottles. When I was a kid, a soda only cost, we call it a drink down here in Georgia, a drink. Right, 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 drink right. Only mm-hmm. cost five cents. Mm-hmm. You take the empty bottle back, they give you two pennies. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we collect 15, 20, 30 bottles, 
what's, what's that? Mm-hmm. A quarter, if, even if we made a quarter, because right. a bag of potato chips was only a nickel back then. Right. We make money somehow. Cut grass. I would cut grass. Cut grass. Mm-hmm. Do newspaper boy. Mm-hmm. A grocery store. Walk groceries out to the car for the people. Mm-hmm. So many different ways to make money. Sell. Mm-hmm. We sell rags, old rags in the house, old shirts. Every, make anything to make money. Coat hangers. Here's the cool thing about uh, when I talk to someone with a career like yours, because I look at you as a, a businessman. And because they're set back in their gains. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your setbacks are in public. And so and so when I say that might be a show, he's a movie and it doesn't do well or te- television show you star in it, make it get canceled. How does how do you deal with the setbacks knowing that it's in public? Well, there's a friend. I think his name is. I know his name is Willie Jolly. A set yeah, by a the set, DC. Willie yeah, Jolly. Mm-hmm. He's get a setback. Is getting ready for a setup, uh, a pickup or something like that. But every time you fail, you learn something. Mm-hmm. So when you learn, you continue you know, not to do that again. Mm-hmm. But you keep going up the mountain. I like to teach people, you don't have to get to the top of the mountain. Just be on your way up the mountain. Keep going up. Keep going up. Mm-hmm. Like I have the greatest career. I'm the most successful person you ever made, you ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not how much money you make. Mm-hmm. It's how you enjoy your life when you're living. Now, I made enough money to do what I want to do and be what I want to be, go where I want to go. I got houses, property. I'm not, my best friend is Jerry And he even won the lottery. <laughs> and he even won the lottery. And see, but I know God has blessed me to be, um, like my best friend is Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. the richest man in comedy. Mm-hmm. We were having a con- uh, conversation one day, Jerry and um, Anderson Cooper. Is it better to be rich or better to be famous? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know what? I'm right in the middle. I'm better off than both of you. Mm-hmm. I got enough money to do what I want to do, go where I want to go, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can go pee. Mm-hmm. They can't go buy pee. Fruit. Buy fruit. They can't, <laughs> right? they can't go pee because why? Every time they walk out of the house, click, click, mm-hmm. paparazzis are there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. enough people know me to satisfy my little ego when I'm walking down the street. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I, I still go on stage and do jokes. Right. And I'm still having fun. Right. I'm living the dream, man, like you won't believe. Right. You can actually walk away from your fans. <laughs> no, I can't do that because that's part of my... <laughs> <laughs> I was setting you up and you I was setting you up. up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. That's, and I tell you what, when I go to a show, I love to have fun because I know these people pay my rent. Okay. And mm-hmm. like I said, when I see happy people, it makes me happier. Mm-hmm. I just love, even when I go to church, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I started oh, back. Yes, uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. I had church in the, in the stadium uh, mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. night, and mm-hmm. that, that was wonderful. I just love Church people need to laugh too. Absolutely, that's who. Those are the main people that need to really Absolutely. get up off their butts and do something too serious. Because they're really too. That's, those are the people that going to wait on the Lord. When right. you sit there and wait on them, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got my book. Got a book in here. Laugh it off. That's it my book. Out. That's not your book. Well, it's my book because I bought this book. You not, bought a book. You uh, are crazy. Uh, 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 I've been uh, knowing him for forty years. He bought a book that he knows that I could have given. No, him. No, no, no. But that's support. Thank that's you support. so much. Because you sent me t-shirts. Okay. But I bought the book. I sent you a t-shirt. I got t-shirts and everything. Well, they did it by mistake because <laughs> I sure as hell they must have. That's from my office. <laughs> you, you didn't make a payment on it. No, Because no, I, I charge everybody. I charge everybody. But they sent me free t-shirts. How t-shirt? you expect me to, to look like you in that nice suit you got Thank on? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I saw one like that at the Goodwill. You know the Goodwill is doing pretty good too. If, if he don't stop right now, okay, here's the deal. Okay, the reason I brought this book in because the book came out last year. Yes, sir. And and it's and you should buy it. You can get on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it had some people who gave you some references. Mm-hmm. You know, reference on your book saying why you should read or what they think of you. Some people? Individuals. They put their name on it. Name they, on they quote them. George Wallace has so many wonderful entertaining stories, he needs to share them with the world. Oh. 
Let me tell you who said that. Okay. Because I wrote the book some time ago. Mm-hmm. That's my great friend, and I love him. And his name is Joel Osteen. Yep. Did you receive the message today? I just love this man. He's so uh, positive thinking. I just, I just love him. I just, and I defend him. You know, people came down on him for yeah, in Houston for the hurricane. So he, didn't, he didn't open the he, church, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him to tell those people, hell, this church been here for fifteen years. You didn't try to get in before. <laughs> we had clean, we had clean water. Now you, you now we got dirty water. You're trying to get in. Listen to me, I because. The fact of the matter that the people that come to church, oh they knew God. what it right door to go in. They, people were in the church. It wasn't Jules fault. It was a day in the people that opened the church. You've heard this before. I think you live in Houston. Those people at home taking care of their own property. They were not there. They couldn't Absolutely. get in the church. Absolutely. So that was Joel Osteen. What a great man he is. And uh, Okay, there's another one. Because this is like, it was like, I was like, oh, this is just such a wide range of people. Truly one of my favorite people, Donnie Osmond. Oh, my goodness. He's great. He calls me his dad. Yeah, he calls me his dad, Don Emery in Las Vegas. Absolutely. I worked with them on stage because I had the show in Las Vegas for mm-hmm. uh, 10 years. Uh-huh. And uh, still people don't know I'm the only African-American that ever owned the show. In Las Vegas? Show in Las Vegas for 10 years, mm-hmm. longer than anybody. And that's a blessing right there. Mm-hmm. I did all of the marketing, mm-hmm. did all of the advertising, did everything. Billboards, billboard. everything. I had more billboards in the city than the whole Caesars group. I'm going to tell you something. You would land at the airport and see his billboard. I know he's telling the truth. You should scare me. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I got more. me. I I got more to talk to with Mr. George, Dr. Wallace. Dr. Wallace. Uh, so don't go nowhere. Thank you for reminding me. Dr. Wallace, he looked at me and went, who's he talking to? He, I corrected him mentally. I'm telling you something. He's he getting old and short, y'all. He's getting old and short, but he's funny. We'll be right back with more. Laugh it off. Dr. Wallace, my man, uh, this book. People got it. I've read this book by 15 times, man. Well, it's that's a, true, man. Ain't that many pages. <laughs> Rashawn McDonald, that's who's speaking on the radio right now. Money Making Conversation is the show I produce. Created. Created. Uh, I bring friends like uh, Dr. Wallace on my show to talk about their careers so they can tell you the secrets of their success. His longevity, his is being able to change the game when the game is pictured differently. A lot of people don't understand that. Right. You know, you have to reinvent yourself constantly, especially in entertainment and in life. Constantly. Constantly. That's why I'm in the business that uh, I love this business. Always out there doing something. Like we did the movie, mm-hmm. we're doing TV parks. Just keep your name out there. Mm-hmm. Forty-one years I've been doing this, and it's, it's been wonderful. I met him in New York City when I was up there in 1988. I moved to New York okay, City, okay, and I was a catch a rising star. I was exactly. just a young black comedian. Everybody was up there. Seinfeld was up there. Everybody was on stage. John Stewart. <laughs> Everybody was a Dennis Leary. Exactly. We were all trying to be, but he he was a star. Back then he was a star. Listen to him. And uh, and he walked in mm-hmm. and he. Uh, Came off stage. I'm still trying to get on stage. You know, he off stage. You know, because it's a white club. It's one of the biggest white right clubs. Right on in, the biggest white club ever. In, in Catch a Rising Star. Catch a Rising you walk Catch a Rising Star, got on stage. You knew somebody and you was somebody. Exactly. He was on stage a lot. And Rondell Sheridan. And Rondell Sheridan. Yeah. Rondell yeah. Sheridan, a confounding comedian. Uh, the only two African Americans, and then uh, they were on stage on a regular basis. And he saw me at the bar, and I was just, because I couldn't get in, I was just trying to get in, get in, get in the dough. And he said, What's your name, young man? I said, Rashawn McDonald from Houston, Texas. He said, hang in there. You're going to be funny. You're going to be funny. And it was just, he just issued that motivation to me without even knowing me. That's what I'm just saying is that you're the type of person that lets everybody know there's an opportunity to be successful. Just stop stop, stopping yourself. Exactly. And and don't be a hater. You know, so many people always 
uh, jumping on other people because they're successful. Why are they successful? I'm funnier than that person. It's not always about who's the funniest. Right. It's how you carry yourself. Right. And that's what I teach people also in businesses and other people in sales. There's so mm-hmm. many. I think everybody's in sales. That's the world I, I come from, marketing and mm-hmm. advertising. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, you're in sales. I, even when I talk to school teachers, mm-hmm. you're in sales. Mm-hmm. you got to sell this program to these kids. Mm-hmm. You've got to sell whatever you do. And it's all about you. When you present yourself to package, greet people with a smile. Right. Because there's no reason that somebody should buy Pepsi and Coke, mm-hmm. but the person that sells it to them mm-hmm. with that personal handshake, mm-hmm. they, we don't have that anymore. We're, we're, we're texting now. And uh, I told my manager, stop texting people. Call them and talk to them personally. Absolutely. Let's go visit people. When you, absolutely. There's nothing better than shaking somebody's hand, talking absolutely. to you. Even absolutely. if we were on the telephone, I'm looking you straight in the eye right now. Absolutely. It's a whole different uh, persona perspective that we have here. Talking to each other. Punching at me. I'm, and then, punch I'm not going to hit you. I'm just going to hit at you. I'm just letting you know. Don't get too close. I will bust you up. No, I do business. <laughs> Let me just tell you. This is the, I, I, I did that talk about the bar in 1988 to set up another story about mm-hmm. who this man is. In 1990, he knows where I'm going, I, my lung collapsed. My mm-hmm. right lung collapsed. So it was called a pneumothorax. And, it turned, and I was in the hospital for 30 days. I'm sitting there, you know, you're in the hospital for 30 days. There's a lot of people. I tell people that don't take sick days. I got a friend that accumulated over 100 sick days. I told you all you need are 20 because chances are Mm -hmm. if you're in the hospital over 20 days, you're going to die. But you were in there 30. 30, You made it. 30 days. 30 30, days. You made it. And I'm going to tell you something. My career was taking off. Yes. It was taking off. I mean, I was doing all the shows. And you're in the hospital for 30 days. People forget about you. Phone call rings. Uh, Hello. This is George Wallace. I go. And then right now I'm going, how did he get my number? Get out that bed. Get out that bed. <laughs> People waiting on you. People waiting on you. You got to go to work. We need you to go jokes. to work. Got to go to work. And that, 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 that moved me so much because when you're in the hospital for 30 days, I'm going to just yeah. tell you the, just a real statement to say this. You watch people die. Because you can't be in hospital because that's what hospital you're either gonna leave or you're gonna die in exactly. hospital. Exactly. When you're in there for thirty days, you watch people die because you create relationships. You go by rooms because you didn't got nobody to talk to, talk to the nurses. You know, you go to rooms, you start meeting people. And for him to just tell me that, get out. People don't get up, yeah. Get up. Somebody's waiting on you. That was motivation that enabled me to be able to say, if he wants me to do something, then I'm gonna do it. But I knew you were a doer when I met you, and that's why I knew you were a doer. We're both doers. That's why I had to call you in the hospital, because that's my friend. Mm-hmm. Even though you said it was a collapse line, I punched him in the chest one night <laughs> and knocked his ass out. He sure <laughs> did. He sure did. You won't did. tell people about that. That's the real reason he was left 30. If he doesn't act right today, I'm going to send him down to Grady right now. I'm going to send him to the CDC. That's the homework. That's what you know I'm you said. I'm trying sit. to get serious. Trying to pour my heart okay, out. I'm sorry. He going to punch me in the chest. Let's yeah. talk about that little tired career you got out uh, there. Let's now. do that. Let's go that talk about career. it. Come on. I don't know why they keep booking you. I don't either. They just keep booking me and paying me money. I don't need no money, but they're going to pay me. They're going to pay you because yes, you're a big dude, even though uh, you're getting shorter with age. Yeah. I'm getting older. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day, I am so old. I remember when people got fired at work, mm-hmm. they would go home and come back to work they would only shoot one person. That's how old I am. Hmm. Now, now, would now, that be a Would that be a You got to be old. Look at that young man over there. You got to be old to know that. Now they go home, they come back. You know I was coming back. You should have left. Right. But here's the deal. Because you had a phone you could hit somebody with. Today you got a cell phone. You, gotta, you can't hurt nobody. You can't hurt nobody with a cell phone. This is true. Now, this is true. you from Atlanta. Born, raised. Oh, man, this is my Atlanta, city. Atlanta, George. Yes. Super Bowl just ended. That's last year. Man, the people in Atlanta, if you're listening... Y'all were laughing this time last year, were you? <laughs> Super Bowl. And then, listen, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me in sports. Uh-huh. I don't know what any team has ever uh, 
Uh, I'm from Houston. You're from, from Houston, Houston, yeah. So you know, yeah, oh, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. That that used to be so bad too. <laughs> the, what they used to call them, the Houston or Houston or all. Oh yeah. That, they did some stupid stuff, and they had a song they couldn't even think. They just had one stanza. <laughs> Will the Houston Oilers? Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. <laughs> number one. Okay, fight, second stanza. Second stanza. <laughs> Will the Houston Oilers? Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Number one. Third stanza. Will the Houston? <laughs> Man, come on, can't y'all think of some more? But Atlanta, uh, and by the way, and the, the Oilers were so bad back in the day. Yes, sir. People were going to the stadium ordering hot dogs to go. Now, let me. <laughs> oh, I, I left my telephone on. Okay, so let me just talk let about. Me, let me let, turn it off. Let me yeah. just talk about my Atlanta experience. Okay, tell okay. me about Atlanta. I was in Houston. I have a home yeah. in Houston, on Atlanta. So I was watching the game in Houston. Yes. Okay. Because the Super Bowl was in Houston. It was in Houston. Houston. Yeah, greatest Super Bowl so, ever. So it was twenty-eight to three halftime. Yes. You went home. I, I say I better buy my airline tickets. I'm gonna fly back, you know, to, to on Monday morning. I'm gonna fly back, you know, so because I know as soon as they win, it won't be an airline ticket to fly exactly, back home. Okay, exactly. so I immediately got on the line, called Delta, got my airline ticket. I said, Yeah, I'm good. Then the second half. No, the, the the third, the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's just like I saw it coming. I told people, a good friend of mine, Myra J. She was at my house. Mm-hmm. I flew to Atlanta to experience mm-hmm. the Super. I had a big party at my house. Wow! And I said it's twenty eight to three. I says we still need two more touchdowns. Yes, sir. Yes, we still. Sir. I knew that yes. because I said this is not right. And it's been like that for all of these games. And Atlanta went to Philadelphia two weeks ago. Yes. You on the, I'm in the downs. Your first down two yards ago. Yes, sir. You, somebody should be able to crawl in or walk in or something <laughs> like that. You gonna throw the ball all three times? You got the greatest runner in the world. It was crazy. Man. The highest paid running back. Man, let's yeah, get off yeah. them now. Yeah, let's get off them. But let's get Atlanta, back on this little sorry career. Okay. Somehow people keep booking. Okay, Bob Burgers. You, you get me. KC Undercover movies with Morgan Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones. First of all, Bob Burgers. What is that? That's an animated uh, cartoon series. On we should Fox. be watching that show. You should be watching that show. It's on Fox. It's on Fox. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, you should be watching that. There's so many things. It, okay, what's this KC Undercover? What's it, that? That's Zendaya. You know, the pretty girl, 21. She's coming out. She's going to be really, really big. Got a movie coming out. So Zendaya, the prettiest girl on TV. She's like 19. You don't know Zendaya? I don't know nobody. I'm moving my microphone Because you're busy. Here. You're working hard. Yes, but sir. Everybody okay. knows Zendaya. And uh, I'm Papa Earl on that show. Okay, you pop Earl on that show. Yes. Funny you should ask. What's that? That's Byron Allen, which is one of the richest... African Americans in television entertainment. Three hundred million rich. People don't even know this. He's producing. I think he's got like over thirty plus shows on TV. Is that movie Hostile? Oh. Is that right? And he's uh he's got the, the TV show. Funny you should ask. It's it's a game show. It's for comedians. It's like Hollywood Squares, but there's uh, five comedians having fun and asking. And you wanted the comedians? Yes, I. Doc, what? see, I don't have to come. I don't have to come here to take this. Doc, this, Doc, this, Doc, this, Doc, this I'm, I'm just confused, case, man. What else you got? How did, how these opportunities, man. I'm blessed. You booked to win. You booked to win. I'm booking to. I'm booked for the rest of the year, but I'm actually doing this tour right now that we're on until May. Okay. It's at every weekend. We're in some some city. Um, Saturday night when uh, Dallas, Texas. Yes, sir. Uh, Sunday we're in the great city of Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, sir. And I'm going to Cleveland, man. Not too many people go to Cleveland. Right. It's like a hurricane. Right. You know, no, you had the hurricane uh, Marie and Harvey. Uh, Harvey came to your city. Says so three things a hurricane won't mess with. A hurricane won't go to real, 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 really rich neighborhoods like Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah, you right. never see a hurricane there. A hurricane will never, never go close to Home Depot. Mm. You have a hurricane. <laughs> Home Depot is always open. I don't care what happened. Home Depot is open. Am I right? Yes, and a hur- number three, a hurricane won't go to Cleveland. <laughs> hurricane go. Mm. We're gonna, we're gonna pass. <laughs> We're going to pass on Cleveland. <laughs> you need to be quiet. There's a got fans coming up there. Now, with that being said, this movie you got with Morgan Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones, Renee Russo, just getting started. 
you were in that as well. I did that as well, and I just loved it. And they asked me to do the movie two years back, and I said, no way. I'm mm-hmm. doing it because I had no lines. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time. Then they called me back two months before the movie, and they said, it's Morgan Freeman. I said, well, why the hell didn't you tell me that? Because mm-hmm. I want to be in the... First of all, I never liked Morgan Freeman. Right, 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 right. But an opportunity to work with him, I never liked Morgan Freeman. Because he works all the time. No, I just... Because all the roles he got, I think I should have gotten that role. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think... You're skinny I, 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 I could have, you know, you know, lean on me. I could, Mr. LaVoris, lock the doors, lock the doors, caught five, caught five. I could have done... You know, Shawshank Redemption, I could have met Tim Robinson down by the seashore. And the hell, I'm from Atlanta. I could have driven Miss Daisy. Hell, I know more about Atlanta than he does. Of what a great man he is to work with. What is wrong with your producer over there? He's having a good time, and I told Listen him we got to go. We got to go, man. Oh, we got to go. My time is pretty much up. You did too. We haven't talked about in uh, business. I wanted to talk about the Atlanta. And speaking of business, so you many black me? people in Atlanta. They all black people own Chinese restaurants in Atlanta. They got oxtail fried rice. <laughs> black people own gas station. They got a. You ever see BP? That's for black people. That's a gas station. So many black people in Atlanta. I'm trying to tell you, Chick Fil A is open on Sunday. Only in <laughs> Bankhead and Decatur. College, college, college Park. They got a city called College Park. Ain't no college over there. Ain't no park. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless Wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.